Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to The Should Life. This is your host, Jessica Lee Labe, and today we're talking about how the wait is over. Let's get into it. Welcome back. I am so glad that you're here. I have good news for you. Are you ready for it? The wait is over. Have you heard? That's right. The life that you desire is here for you right now. And it's time for you to stop waiting on things outside of yourself in order to make yourself happy, in order to feel whole. You're waiting for your situation to change before you're feeling the way that you want to feel. And we've got it all backwards. Today, we're going to be exploring what that looks like, the origins of how we got here, and how to move forward. So I want to start off with a little story. Um, I'll be honest, I don't love talking about myself, but I also know the power of storytelling. And so let's do it. Thank you in advance for listening to my story. So going through adolescence, I went from being in what I would consider a quote unquote, like average body to being in a larger body. And as a result, I was bullied. I was made fun of. Um, A lot of this I never really shared with people in my life because there's so much shame around it, especially when you're going through it, when you're really in it. It's so hard to talk about. It's so embarrassing. I have this really vivid memory of the high school that I went to my freshman year. Um, We moved after freshman year that had nothing to do with this, but freshman year, there was this stretch of hallway between the cafeteria and the classroom. So to get from the cafeteria at lunch to the rest of your classes, you had to go down this hallway. And every day after lunch, the senior boys would line up on either side of the hallway and would yell out numbers as girls would walk by. Numbers one through 10, ranking them each as they walked past. As you can imagine, um, this was the worst part of every day. I fucking hated this part of my day. And I generally tried to make myself invisible. I would try to stay in the middle of my friends so I wasn't on the outside of the crowd. And I don't think it's any coincidence that at this part of my life is also when I really honed my good girl persona when it really started to solidify. Because what I realized was that if I was always the nice one, if I was also, if I was always making other people happy and feeling safe and heard, then people had one less reason to pick on me. I could be quiet. I could be nice. And everyone would just leave me alone. Well, the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of high school, we moved as a family. And so I moved to a whole new town, didn't know anyone. And just as a natural progression of going through puberty, and maybe because I was moving my body a little more, I ended up, my body changed. I can't even say that I lost weight, but my body shifted. And I looked different. I was no longer 
the big one. I was no longer the big girl, the chubby girl. Although my mind had not yet caught up to what my outside appearance looked like. So I'd certainly still had that that thought process, that label of the mind. And in my new school, no one knew me as the chubby girl. So they treated me in this way that I had never experienced before as a teenager. I found that I was accepted. Even some of the cool kids accepted me. And I also started receiving attention from boys, um, attention I had never received before. It made me very uncomfortable, and I had no idea what to do with this newfound attention. Um, fast forward, and I, I had a boyfriend, and he ended up being very toxic, emotionally, physically, sexually abusive. And this relationship lasted a little too long. Um, (laughs) I mean, the perfect timing for the lessons that I needed, but um, lasted through my freshman year of college until I finally moved away so I could really kind of start fresh or that's what I thought. The truth was, at that point, once I had moved, I, I decided that no one, especially not a man, was ever going to make me feel the way that my ex had made me feel. But I didn't really have the the healthy tools to do anything about that. And so instead of tuning in to how I wanted to feel, instead of looking inward and really doing some deep healing work, I punished my body for putting me in that position in the first place. I was really fucking mad at my body for looking the way that it did because I knew surely if my body hadn't attracted that type of attention that I would have never ended up in that type of destructive relationship. And I ended up being super destructive as a result. I hurt a lot of people in my life. I hurt myself. And ultimately, what I was searching for was wholeness and feeling worthy of being in my own body. I really wanted to feel safe in the vessel that was my body, but I felt very unsafe. And I was terrified to look within. So I just continued to reach for more and more. I tried to fill what felt so empty with men, with alcohol, with shopping. And spoiler alert, none of it worked. (laughs) In fact, I would always end up feeling more empty than when I started. Because I was waiting. I was waiting for something outside of myself to fill me up when ultimately the answers that I was searching for were within me the whole time. What's going on? If you're interested in one-on-one mentorship with me, or your own live inner voice session to activate your intuition and get you living your soul-aligned life, 
head over to nomoreshouldlife.com and let's get started. So let's talk about the origins of why you may be feeling the way that you're feeling about wanting to find answers outside of yourself. Why maybe you've always felt this way. And it's been so ingrained in your identity, you may not even have realized that you are using or have been using or currently are using things like food, shopping, alcohol, relationships to find wholeness, happiness. And so I just want to open up this discussion that there is another way to start to bring some awareness to the reason behind some actions, right? Reason behind, like bring awareness to the intentions. Women are taught that we need a partner. And typically what we're taught, um, referring here to heterosexual cis women, but please fill in the blank in terms of what you may have been taught, you know, that we need a man in order to fit in, in order to be whole, right? Find a rich man to get status. Find a safe man and you'll be secure. Find a resourceful man and you'll never go hungry. Get money to buy things that will say something about who you are. Can we just acknowledge how fucked up that is? Own a home to prove that you're successful. Climb the corporate ladder to prove that you can hang with the men, that you're a badass. Go out and drink with the men to prove that you're worthy of your position. Have children to prove that you're really a woman. Be a stay-at-home mom to show how dedicated you are to your family. I mean, we can keep going with this, right? We get the idea. Wear sexy clothes to prove that you've still, quote-unquote, got it. But don't be too sexy because you need to be modest. Be sexy enough to keep your man, but not too sexy because then you're a slut. Get your face and your body cut open or shot into in order to hide the aging process, but don't do it too much or you'll look like you're trying too hard. Then you're fucking desperate. All of these rules are designed to keep women in safe little boxes, to keep women reaching for more and more and more. So we're distracted because a distracted buzzed, in debt, trapped woman is one who can be manipulated. One who can be taught that her own body and her own intuition are not to be trusted. That she has to keep reaching. That she on her, on her own is not enough, not worthy, not visible. The should life keeps feeding us this bullshit. So we're taught, keep consuming, keep buying, keep purging, keep gossiping. This is the way. A constant state of competition 
a constant state of confusion. Oh my gosh, so much confusion. If we just, what comes to mind when I think of confusion is like, what does it mean to be healthy? It's like every person you ask will probably give you something different, a different response to that. Because we are outsourcing our power. We are constantly giving away our power in order to find what it is that we want deep within. So I list these off to you because if we don't bring our shadows out into the light, they will consume us. Maybe you feel like you're consumed right now. Maybe you have experiences of being consumed by your shadows. I certainly have 100%. So the intention here is not to bring shame into the conversation. The intention here is to bring awareness. Bringing our shadows out into the light. If we don't recognize and have the awareness behind the why of what we are doing, then we can't change it. You can't change something that you're not aware of. Awareness of this why, even without changing any action, is an amazing first step. If you can be in the situation, even without changing it, even continuing in the action that you you feel like you want to eventually shift, but don't have the capacity to shift right now, to be in the awareness, to be the observer of that action is so fucking huge. And that desire, that like pull within you, that there is something more, that there is another way, that, you know, maybe, maybe this isn't working. That is your inner voice bringing you to this very moment. So this conversation brings me to the concept of aligned action. So I want to chat about this for a moment. When I talk about alignment, what I'm referring to is that you are in alignment with your inner voice, your intuition, your truth, your soul. And so aligned action is taking action from that place of alignment. So before we talk about what aligned action is, I want to talk about what kind of our default action typically is. Okay. So our default action is typically, let's, let's use an example of, um, our desire is that we want a new job. Okay. So you're in this situation, you want a new job. You've been here for, I don't know, let's say like a year. You just dread coming into work, feel super unfulfilled. Um, You want your creative, you want this to be like a creative outlet for you. And it's certainly not that at all. It's like the complete opposite. It makes you feel stagnant and like weighed down. Okay. So default action would be 
okay, we recognize the desire. I want a new job. The next step is we go job searching. We go on interviews. We apply for jobs. Maybe we talk to a recruiter. Okay. So from the desire, we take action. From the place of action, we, let's say everything goes well, we get a new job. Okay. So we have kind of an outcome. We have a result. From the result, we then have an emotion, which is, yay, happy, I got a new job, or if you didn't get a new job, sad. Okay. This determines our how we view ourselves. This determines our emotion. This this thing outside of ourselves, the outcome that is a result of our action is what we are letting determine how we see our worth. Okay. This is essentially our default way of acting in the world. We have the desire. From the desire, we take action. From the action, we have an outcome. And then we have an emotion that is completely determinant on what the outcome was. So let's take a look at what it means to take aligned action. Okay. So we still have the desire, but the desire is going to feel different. So the mind may say, well, I want a new job, but the inner voice is going to go deeper than that because the inner voice has the capacity to go deeper. So from the inner voice, we want to identify what is it that you want to feel in the new job? What is not the, not the surface level. If I get a new job, then I will be happy. How do you want to feel on a day-to-day basis? What is it that you are missing that this job is not currently providing to you? So as we talked about in that first example, it was this creativity. I want to feel super creative. I want this flow of creativity to just be moving through me all the time. I want to work with people who are who inspire me. I want my work to inspire me. I want to just live in this like full creative abundant flow. Beautiful. We can work with that. So the desire is not I want a new job. The desire is I want to feel creative flow. Okay. So from the desire, instead of moving straight into action, we get into alignment and we get into alignment with the way that we want to feel. So from here, we tune into what it feels like to be in creative flow, what it feels like to be constantly inspired by the world around you, by the things that you decide to take in with your eyes, your food becomes art. Everywhere you look, you start to observe creativity in nature, in patterns, in people. And then as a result, as a natural result, is essentially you become a magnet for creativity because you're changing your vibration. Because now you're observing creativity everywhere. So you're essentially becoming walking creative energy. It's flowing through you naturally. And when it's not, you're able to tap back into it. 
So what happens is maybe you still want to find another job or maybe you're able to, with this creative energy that you have, refuel, like spark, have this like amazing new spark that you can bring to your existing work. Your coworkers start to look at you differently. Your boss is like, I don't know what you're doing, but please keep doing it because the creativity is just emitting out of you. You see it everywhere. Things that used to be black and white are now like, you know, technicolor. So maybe you decide to stay at your job. Maybe you decide to take Either way, you're taking action from the place of alignment, right? So from this inspired creativity, you're taking actions at your current job or while you are job hunting. And then from that aligned action, you have your outcome, which is, okay, did you get a new job right away? No, I'm still cre- I'm still in flow with creativity. I'm still walking inspiration. Or you did get a new job. Amazing. And I am still walking inspiration, walking creativity. I'm a magnet for creativity. People are coming to me like hiring me for all these like side jobs because they just see that I have a unique perspective. Can you feel the difference here from our default action where we are giving away all of our power? We're waiting for this outcome to happen before we determine how it is that we feel about ourselves as a human, how we view our worth on this planet versus aligned action, which is tapping into the frequency the energy that you want to bring into every day, the energy that you want to bring into your life. How is it that you want to feel? It is available to you right now. Now, I want to acknowledge that this shit can be really scary because our trauma can become our comfort zone. We can start to question Who am I without these stories that I've created about myself? These stories that I'm damaged, that I'm the good girl, that I have trust issues. What will my life look like if I actually heal? Who will still be in my life and who won't have room here anymore? Who will love this new version of me? And who may realize that I don't fit in their world anymore? When I start to shift my perspective away from default action to aligned action, when I start to realize that I'm done waiting for things outside of myself to make me happy, that I'm done waiting to live the life that I desire because. I'm now realizing, I'm now feeling, I'm now starting to experience that this shit is here already. 
It's just up to me to tap into it. So I want to acknowledge that those fears of the mind may start to show up and that is totally normal and part of the process. And when that happens, you also have the ability to tune into your inner voice and hear your truth in those moments. So what an amazing episode. This was so freaking fun for me. So in today's episode, we talked about how your wait is over. You don't have to wait for the life that you want one more second. It is here for you right now. We talked about how women are taught this these messages of the should life and how they're complete bullshit. Maybe there was some awareness brought to the way that you have been living or viewing yourself or your relationships. We talked about the difference between default action and aligned action and experience what it actually felt like, the difference between both of those ways of living and how they felt in the body. And we talked about how this can bring up some fears of the mind and how that's totally normal. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This is your reminder that you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. You can find me over at Instagram at Jessica Lee Labe and my website at nomoreshouldlife.com. If you or someone you love is a high achieving woman looking to activate your inner voice and embrace your shadow self to claim your soul aligned life, send me a DM and let's do this.